even if you're trying to start new, I don't think it matters if it's super saturated or not. At the end of the day, if you have the right niche, I think if you provide value to people, they will follow you. The only reason I follow a lot of people new on social media is because they're just tweeting about things that I want to see. You want to become an authority. So niche down. Be the best possible version of whatever you're looking to niche down in. Be the best possible version so people think you have authority. And then you will build authority and become an authority in that space. This is the Sports on Tap Brothers podcast. George and Sammy want you to always remember Sports are fun. Let's rock. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Brothers podcast, where we're trying to bring creators together to follow your dreams in the sports world. Pretty simple, right, George? Absolutely, man. Follow your dreams, always. Uh, I'm Sammy on Tap, just as a quick intro. I'm George on Tap. And uh, you can find us everywhere at the Sports on Tap. And this is the Sports on Tap Brothers podcast, a place for creators to all come together. So enjoy the pod today and we'll be back soon. All right. Talking Twitter today or X or Xing or tweeting. We don't even know these days, George, what we're doing. But Twitter was the X name of it. I don't know what you said. You smashed your mic in the know, middle I, of that. So. I didn't know it was right here. <laughs> Twitter is, is the X name, man. You can't like go with that name. It's X now. I, I like the start to this podcast. What we got was we got some mic smash. Oh, we man. got we got some some. I don't even know. I don't even know where we were starting. I didn't even know where I was going with the beginning, but here we are, and uh, we're talking about X Twitter, whatever Twitter X, creating niche pages for growth. Now, I think uh, for those that need some background context or some context is. Here at the Sports on Tap, what this podcast or this page is today's a really short podcast version, but it's a, mostly a video. We're talking about how we grew our Twitters and a lot of our business pages there. And the main source of that was growing through niche pages. So we're from Seattle originally and uh, got a lot of Seattle sports. You can see a Sonics jersey if you're behind George's head. You can see a Julio Rodriguez Mariners uh, Funko Pop behind my head and, and all the stadiums. There's a ring light, but that's all the stadiums in Seattle. And I'm we, also wearing a Seahawks hat. Yeah, so Seahawks hat. Make it on. <laughs> and a obvious. Husky. And there's a little Husky over there husky, behind yeah. you. That, we've represented everything now. Uh, the way we approached our business early on was building these niche pages on Twitter, which was a niche Mariners page, a niche Seattle page. Our personal pages was a lot of Seattle sports niche. Um, and I thought, you know, or you thought actually this one, we thought it would be a good idea to talk about it today and how that has helped supplement other growth in other places too. Yeah. I mean, this pod, we're really like focusing on how to become a creator, how to become a working in business of sports. And here on this YouTube channel, you can go back to some of the videos talking about like some of the mistakes people make. And one of them I say is not niching down because it's really hard to grow at the beginning. It's easier. Like, let's say you wanted to start a podcast for just, you know, for argument's sake here and example's sake. If you go on Twitter and you start your podcast and you want to like advertise for it and you are putting out a podcast about all things sports, all of a sudden you're tweeting about the NFL, NHL, MLB, NBA, soccer, and it's like such a broad spectrum. And there's so many pages like that, Bleacher Report, ESPN, they're already followed. So like 
the fans are going to be really hard to come by to find loyal followers. But if you go to something like the Seattle Seahawks here, there only are a few pages, and it's very easy and searchable that if you're using Seahawks, 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 and tweeting it out over and over and over and over again, they're going to find that loyal base as, hey, I love the Seahawks. There's not that many Seahawks pages. Let me follow the Seahawks because I know this page is going to give me exactly what I'm looking for, which is my favorite team. And then you can build your podcast off that and audience or YouTube or whatever, you know, your primary channel is. Yeah, I would I, I would also pivot a little bit off of what you just said for a second is not pivot off of it, but like I'm, I'm going to give a little bit of a side note of where I, I also think you said there's not that many pages. I think that's fine even if there was. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I would say that like even if you're looking to become the next, you know, if if you're one of your goals is to be a New York Yankees podcaster and right. you're like, I'm going to go on Twitter and be all about the Yankees. I think it's okay that even if it's a saturated place. So I, I would, I would say like, don't worry about if it's too many people or not too many people, but if it's a good niche and it's something you're passionate about, I think the main thing is like people are always looking for value mm-hmm. to interact with a page or interact, especially on, especially on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. People are always looking for value for their like their niche sports teams or city of sports teams, right? Like, yeah, there's always a value for that. For me, no matter how many pages I follow, I follow a lot of guys that talk Seahawks and Mariners. Mm-hmm. I continue when I find somebody I like on Twitter. The only people I follow on Twitter, I rarely ever follow anyone anymore on Twitter. Like, I follow enough people. I just don't need more stuff on my feed. I only follow new people when I find somebody with a really good Seattle sports topic that I like, or like he tweets a lot about the Mariners and their funny memes, or they're really good talking about the analytics of the Seahawks. When I see that, it really brings me to a place where I feel like I want to interact with that page. So people are always looking for value, especially in a niche market. It's maybe easier to not look for value on like all sports or a fully NBA page, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, another page of NBA news, right? Or NBA highlights. Like, yeah. I've never seen those before. I have, there's so many of them. But like, even if there's a lot of Seattle Seahawks or Seattle Mariners pages, at the end of the day, what is a lot, right? Like 30 That's- people. 40 That's people. a good point. What is a lot is a great point. Like, But you know what, Sammy? I think what you said there was really important that people should actually focus on more than everything we just said. It's value added, right? You follow people for value. Um, and you're getting value by a couple of things. One, authority. Two, um, insight, right? Like, why, is pe- why do people follow Adrian Wojnarowski? He has insight. He has inside news. Why should people follow us here at the Sports on Tap Seattle? We're not insiders. Why do they follow us our Mariners on page? We're not insiders, but we're insightful. We have some authority there because, like you said, if you are niching down, you're also providing a value because I'm saying in a theory that we're going to provide insightful and in like content. So like there is value into that versus someone following a full sports page where they're just saying, okay, do these guys, are these guys passionate or even know much about everything? Or are they just like tweeting to tweet? Yeah. Uh, well, that's this. And this is where I think the value in authenticity is important, right? Like I feel 
you know, there's a point in our business where mm -hmm. for the audience that like, you know, we were trying to do everything, mm -hmm. um, tweet about every sport and every moment and highlights and like, let's do a basketball page and a football yeah. page and this. And I felt at some point there was just a level of inauthenticity because it's like, Absolutely. I don't care about posting about Justin Jefferson's yards today. Like, yeah. I don't care about the Knicks winning today. Like, I actually don't. I'm tweeting it because I feel like I'm trying to have a media page. And I'm, I'm trying like, to appease to the masses. Yeah, and I'm giving myself, like, a fake authority, right, to, right. like, try to appease. The difference is when I, you know, decided, like, oh, I want to be niche, right? I want to talk about Seattle sports. It's like we can easily turn on a camera any day and talk Seattle sports with pure authenticity, whether it's like positive, negative, passion, I can sit and I think I talked about this with my fiance recently, which is with Seattle sports, no matter whatever happens, I always watch Seattle sports games. Right. There are times in my life where I just am not in the mood to watch every NBA game. Like, right. or like forget about watching. I'm not in the mood to talk about college football today. Like, right. I don't want to hop on a podcast and talk about the Minnesota Vikings because I just don't like, I don't know. I didn't watch them enough. I don't have enough conversation. Like sometimes, you know, guys like Stephen A. Smith on ESPN get made fun of a lot because they'll be like, they'll mention a player that's not even on a team anymore or like a player that doesn't even <laughs> play that position. Right. And like, Colin it'd be completely Calvert wrong. mentioned a dead guy. Yeah, he did. I mean, it's pretty bad. It's not funny. I, it's pretty, I, mean, I know it's pretty bad, but at the end of the day, like you can't ask people to follow thirty NFL, thirty NBA, and thirty Major League Baseball teams and know everyone on everyone's roster. And that's where I I, I don't find a passion for that anymore. Right? That's yeah. why I love the authenticity of Seattle sports. Like I do watch every Mariners game and Seahawks game. Right? right? Or like, if we had an NBA team, we'd watch every Sonics game too. And you'd get like a real authentic feel of somebody that actually watches every yep. single game. And I think that's and I think the opposite side of that now when we talk about what we want to do here at the Sports on Tap, which is find a place for creators and sports creators to come together. I think it's something that it can come from a genuine heart. Like this whole conversation we're having right now is just a spitball talking about why we were passionate about doing a niche page and talking about Seattle sports. That's a genuine place where we can now talk about to bring other creators here and say like, hey, if you have a goal for certain things, let's talk about it. Let's bring on other creators. If you want to work in sports, let's bring on some some people that we can have this discussion with. Right. And I think like we both are passionate about – we love sports, right? That's like our number one favorite thing. Um, but we also are passionate about business. Like we like the business side of things. So I feel like being – you know, creation is a business, right? Like it's mar it's marketing – marketing 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 can you market or can you not market and then can you provide value that's the business side of it it's business and marketing and i think we both have the passion for that so you can really like spitball that on a conversation anytime any day and talk about it for hours because that's what we do when we do our seattle stuff how do we get the seattle stuff out to as many people as we can how do we provide them value how do we make them follow us how can we incentivize them to download the podcast like and that's what content creation is in general so i hope this page and these conversations as they develop and we start bringing people on 
can do that for other people, spark their interest. Maybe you learn something from us. Maybe we learn something from you guys too, sometimes in the comments, right? Like maybe someone who has a comment listening to this video that's really good and insightful and we learn something from the audience too. So we just, you know, it's really fun and it's really nice to provide value. That yeah, and I think a big goal, as always, I said this on the first episode we did about this, is we need to find some really good guests yep. to help. Uh, what's the right? Even if I feel like anybody in sports can be a good fit because you can talk the business and creator side. Every athlete utilizes their social media now. Like 90% of them utilize yeah. it for business, exposure, other business ventures. A guy like LeBron James, his social media is 90% talking about like like 10% family and like 90% like selling his tequila brand and Nike mm -hmm. and PlayStation and his sponsors. Every athlete, every college athlete now, their main source of income is using their social media to provide value, right? right? Um, to their fan base or to their followers. I think anybody these days, even a coach, you would talk to them about social media and content creation and how they have to work around those topics. Or how they look at every single recruit's social media before deciding if they're going to give them a scholarship offer, probably. Yeah, but also they have to learn how to do it themselves. There's oh, a reason course, yeah. Lane Kiffin has gone kind of like became the cool guy at Ole Miss because he was driving his Rolls Royce, taking players for rides. Les Miles was kind of corny at the L at the LSU like day where he's like on the spin thing doing pictures. Yeah. But like he, they're all trying to be cool and fit right, into exactly. this culture, right? You got to fit into this culture, and this culture, whether it's for good or for bad, involves a lot of social media and iPhones and. I guess in Samsung, no, no hate, but like I meant smartphones, uh, and it, it's a world that we live in now. So at the end yeah, of the day, because you know you do see Samsung, you know, uh, sponsoring a lot of creator videos. So. They do. That's, so that's shout out hate. to you know, no, I like it. I love it, man. Shout out said, to Samsung. Yes, I said smartphones. Google <laughs> Pixels. Yeah, smart Google Pixel. No, Google Google Pixels. Google, not Samsung. So I shout know, out to I Google do. as well. They're all smartphones. That's why I said never I mind. Know. Smartphones. I so. just want to make sure I'm not missing any brands, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm Team Apple, regardless. Me too. Like, I know I ain't getting a Google Pixel sponsor anytime soon, so I'm, I'll stick to Team Apple for now. Maybe Apple will sponsor us one day. Anywho, the point is, we need to get to. Uh, more creating, more talking to people. Let's just do it, and uh, let's let's try to build this community out. That's all that matters. Yeah, let's do it. That's all I got. Beautiful. All right, much love, y'all. Uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, I'm Sammy on tap. I'm George on tap. And uh, you know what we like to say? Hey, thanks for stopping by. Take care, y'all. <laughs>